Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Motivational Monday on Justin the Food Entrepreneur's podcast. I'm Justin Bizarro. I'm your host. That's B as in boy, I double Z, A double R O. And today I have with us Elena Hamade of Elena Hamade Fitness from Atlanta, Georgia. How are you doing today, Elena? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you. So, Elena, tell us a little bit about yourself, and we'll get into the quote and the motivation of the day, but sort of tell us your background and how you became a 21-year-old uh, fitness and nutrition entrepreneur. Definitely. So I got involved with health and fitness probably about three and a half years ago. Um, I actually went to college and dove into the whole eating out and fast food scene and quickly it caught up with me. And I had a history of Lyme disease, which was really taking a toll on my health and creeping back up on me. So I just thought it was really important to get healthy again. So I started getting involved with some different fitness programs, nutrition programs. And shortly after that, my friend started asking me, well, what are you doing and how are you doing it, etc." So I just took the opportunity to share with a few of them just my plans and what I was doing. And just shortly after that, it kind of just exploded into more and more people asking me on social media and more and more people asking me even in person. And I just took advantage to turn it into a business. And that's the rest is history. So I, I really want to dive into this with you. But I first, I just want to sort of say how amazing it is. I mean, so three and a half years ago, you're basically 18 years old roughly. And you've decided that you want to do this and take this on. I mean, a lot of people, friends would come to them and like, yeah, I'm going to do this and they would never get started. So, I mean, I want to dive into this more and we're going to do a whole podcast episode around Elena and being an entrepreneur as her own business um, entrepreneur and her business itself. But Elena, how did you make the decision that you were going to find time to go to school and launch this business? Well, I think it was just more so the way that it happened. It didn't really cross my mind of how am I going to do this? I knew it was important to me and I had a passion for it. And I knew that if it was that important to me, I would make a way. Um, Being a business student, you definitely have a heavy course load. You definitely have challenging courses and especially things that aren't always my strong suit, accounting and things like that were all courses I was taking when I started my business. But it never really crossed my mind of how am I going to balance this? How am I going to do it? I just knew that I was going to do it and I was going to build my life and schedule around the different goals I had between school and business. And so, all right, I want to dive more into this because, I mean, you're literally managing a social life as a college student, which is probably actually more important to more college students than actually their education, I would argue. And then you're, you know, you're going to school and you're running your business and, and I follow you on social media. So I know you're reading other personal development books all the time. So you really made it a goal that, you know, you're, you were going to school to be a better business person because you wanted to be an entrepreneur and because that's the way your life was going. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, Elena. So, so go on. Just with the social life aspect of it, it's definitely something that was important to me because even when I started my business, I was never the person sitting at home on a, on a weekend or sitting at home for dinner one night. I was always with my friends, always busy, always going out to different events and doing different things. But I used that to my advantage or I tried to when I started my business. I was 
a way to get more people involved, a way to share things I was passionate about and really just to grow my network and my market through my social life instead of viewing it as something that could not be used as a compliment to my business, if that makes sense. No, I agree with that 100%. Uh, exactly what you said is instead of it being something that you partied for the sake of partying, it was something that you could do and go hang out with people and enjoy yourself. But it was also an opportunity to be out there marketing yourself. And I think, exactly. you know, as one thing that we'll take away from here before we get in the quote already is that we are as entrepreneurs our brand and and we as we are out there we are advertising that brand which is also us regardless of what our business's name is in today's world we are our businesses social media makes it that way when we're out in public we make it that way because our businesses are always out there and people see us on social media um you know taking our businesses and promoting them so it's just so important that we actually still engage in those things and we go out and we see the world, I think is important. But one of the things that I want to sort of go back to is we talked about um, Lyme's disease a little bit. And a lot of people would have seen that as a curse, not a blessing. And you turned it into something, you took something negative in your life and turned it into extremely something extremely positive. I mean, and I've got to imagine you still deal with it on a regular basis it doesn't just go away definitely so with Lyme disease it's not something that affects my moment by moment life daily but it's something that you never technically rid from your body after you've had it for a certain amount of time so I'm sure you are from I know you're from a horse farm you have a history of working in a farm environment, so you're familiar. But for those who don't know, usually with Lyme disease, it's a bacteria. So if you catch it within a couple weeks, you can treat it with antibiotics and typically eradicate it completely. But if you have it for more than two weeks, uh, which is basically the baseline time period, I had it for over six months before they were able to diagnose me because it's so hard to diagnose in Georgia. Uh, So then it infects your nervous system, Sometimes it's your digestive tract. It just kind of depends on the person. So for me, it was my nervous system. So it was just totally wreaking havoc on my body. So it's something that I will never 100% probably test clear of, but it's not something that holds me back every single day, if that makes sense. Well, and you use it as the steam to power your dream. Exactly. And it really just gave me such a new appreciation for being able to work and being able to study and being able to work out because those were all things that were taken away from me a lot uh, back whenever I first got sick. And then in my recent relapse, I had a concussion and it kind of triggered some old Lyme flare up symptoms to come back. And it really gives you a new appreciation of the things that we say we have to do. I have to go to work. I have to get up and go to the gym, blah, 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 blah. It's really it's really a blessing. It's really, I get to go to work today. I get to go to the gym and and move my body. I get to do this. And so that mindset shift is something that I really wouldn't trade for everything that I've gone through. Well, and it's something we talk about a lot on Motivational Mondays, which is it doesn't happen to you. It happens for you. And God's plan is whatever comes your way, it's not to punish you or impact you. It's to give you an opportunity to be a better person. It's what you choose. And I think it's something you've absolutely done here. Well, thank you. I do appreciate that. And so 
Elena, let's talk about your quote and, and who it's by. Okay. And, and do me a favor and just repeat it twice just so the audience can hear it because I really want to dive into it and I really like the quote that you've chosen. Of course. So the quote that I originally chose was, start before you are ready, don't prepare, begin. That was by Mel Robbins, but she paraphrased it, kind of took it from another quote by, it was Stephen Pressfield, and it was, don't prepare, begin. Our enemy is not lack of preparation. The enemy is resistance, our chattering brain producing excuses. So start before you are ready. So those are both pretty much the same quote, but I did take Mel Robbins' short quote, but I wanted to give credit where credit was due. And so tell us, tell us and tell the audience, I mean, again, I want to emphasize this. You're a 21-year-old entrepreneur, and you've been doing this for three years, and I really want to emphasize this. Success is, is not driven in how much money you've made to date. Success as an entrepreneur is usually, you know, I heard it the other day, it's like a hockey stick. There's a very long amount of time that you sort of are flat before you hit your big increase where you learn the things you've learned. And you've already got in three years at 21 years old. Most people don't even start until later in life to be entrepreneurs. So you've got this head start. But I, you know, it ties to the quote that you sort of jumped in and did this. So I really want to dive into what does it mean to you, Elena? Uh, this quote means a lot to me. So I actually read uh, Mel Robbins' book. It's called The Five Second Rule. And I highly recommend it. And that's one of the first personal development books that I ever really got into. It was really easy to read. She's not a professional author. She was more of a motivational speaker. Just on her own, she was self-made. And so her book was really simple, pretty short, and really easy to read. So I picked it up one day and I started reading it. And it really inspired me just in so many areas of my life, both fitness and business and just going after your dreams. Um, and so to start before you are ready, don't prepare, begin. It just really translates into everything. So we spend so much time thinking about what we're going to do and planning out our plan of action, whether it's business or losing 10 pounds or whatever we're trying to do, graduate college. And instead of ever really starting, we spend 80% of our time in this planning mode of, okay, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to do this. But really, when you think about it, that doesn't make much sense because all the time that you're sitting here planning things, you could be taking action. And so that's really what the book was about. And that's really what the quote means to me is just take action and go for it. And explain this to me, because again, I mean, I think there's so many people that are probably listening in that haven't taken the action yet. And I mean, for you in your scenario, you I mean, I want to be specific here is what was the specific action that you took that, that launched you as an entrepreneur? I would say the specific action I took to answer that question first was with my business being health and fitness and being, I don't like to say the word sales, but it is, it is sales. Whenever you are providing a service, no matter how valuable it is, you are selling something. Um, and I think the hardest thing for me was that chatter in my head of how am I going to take my social media platform from a personal page where I'm posting pictures where I, I know I look pretty or I'm going out with my friends or things like that. How do I transition from that into a space where I'm sharing, first and foremost, the things I'm actually passionate about rather than just random photos of myself, which really don't matter in the grand scheme of things. How am I going to go from what's expected by society and by my friends and by my circle into sharing, okay, these are the workouts I've been doing. This is what I've been eating. This is how I'm changing my life and my health and my body. Um, and getting over that loop 
of that very first time. I will never forget it. That very first night I laid in, in my bed holding my finger over this post option on Instagram because I was so scared. Um, I was so, so scared of just that judgment and that taking that leap that's really changed my life and the way people viewed me. But I seriously just told myself in my head, I was like, you know what? You can either live the rest of your life comfortable and being what everyone else expects and having what everyone else has, or you can take a leap and get uncomfortable, get out of your comfort zone for a second and potentially help a lot of people. And I mean, money was never even in the equation for me when I first started. I didn't start my business really to gain money. It was never in my plan for it to even grow as big as it has. But I just kind of told myself, you can stay comfortable or you can get uncomfortable and really achieve so many amazing things. And so that's the night that I hit share on my first transformation post I ever shared and really took that leap. And that was definitely one of the biggest monumental moments I will remember in starting my business. And I mean, the leap in, I mean, did you get people being, I mean, did, were any of your fears come true? I should guess I should say, because it was a fear-based thing, right? You were fearful moving forward. And did any of those fears Mm -hmm. actually come true? Oh gosh. Yes. I can't even tell you in the beginning. Um, I mean, obviously your circle is most of your circle is going to be supportive. I would hope. Um, but there are those people, even in your inner circle, that are like, what are you doing? Like, what are, what are these things you're posting? What is this business you're trying to do? You know? And I think we get in this mindset of when we're starting a business or when we're starting even something new, when people give us those, basically, I think people project their fears. So when you start acting out of your comfort zone and people start seeing you being brave and taking those steps, they're getting insecure because they're like, okay, I'd really like to do that. I'd really like to have that but they're too scared to take that leap themselves. So the easier way for them is to look at you and tell you you're doing it wrong. Like, what are you doing? You know, why are you changing? Why are you like, what are you really posting about? What are you really starting this business for? Blah, blah, blah. They're just projecting those fears onto you. And I did have that. I mean, even from people in my inner circle, even certain family members, you get that kind of backlash. And, and then you start, you get into the, the easy way out is to make yourself smaller and to be like, Oh, it's just like this little thing I'm doing. It's just like this hobby. No, it's not like, this is your passion. This is your business. And this is what you're doing. And you have to learn. And it's just like exercising a muscle. You have to exercise that muscle of being proud of what you're doing and being confident in it. So even when I face those critics and those that judgment and those comments I would get, and you know, I just knew if you just keep going, it's going to be worth it. If you just keep going, it's going to be worth it. And I mean, at this point, I can confidently say I would probably say 99% of the people that I know for a fact judged me and I know for a fact talked about me or talked about my business to me or made slightful comments have come back to ask me for help at losing weight or getting healthy or doing whatever, 99%. And so I think that was a hard thing for me, especially being in college, like doing this as an adult. I mean, in hindsight, it would still be hard, but starting this as a sophomore, junior in college, when everyone is just so revolved around partying and drinking and doing whatever they're doing, that was so hard. And I'm honestly, looking back in hindsight, very proud of myself for sticking that out. It would have been easy to crawl back into the little shell and to go back into the status quo of college and doing whatever, but then I wouldn't have my business and I wouldn't be here on this podcast. No, and it's one of the things that I really like that you said is that you kept going through it and that you kept doing it, even though, I mean, there is a lot of negativity around a business. And I will tell you that, I mean, it doesn't ever stop anytime you come up with new ideas. There's always people that want to poke holes with it. And I call it chasing rabbits down rabbit holes, which is good on one end because you can poke holes through something and figure out how to maneuver. But the other part of it is, is that 
people are putting their fears on you and there really it can be extremely hard to get through that sometimes because you're like oh my god what if they're right and if you really buy into what they're saying it can become hard i mean and the thing that yeah. i found you know just so the audience knows this i actually take it and reverse it and i will give you the podcast as an example cuz someone told me there's no way that you'll be able to do it that was the first thing they said and you 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 know what are you hoping to accomplish no one will want to be on a food entrepreneur podcast and mind you we've have almost 200 episodes recorded by this point uh for the future yeah. and we um have seen you know success what i would call but not i'm not done yet i i don't feel successful in it but I do say that the other thing that they told me is I would never be able to release one, you know, one episode a week or even one every other week. It was just impossible. And I'm like, you know, and I took that instead of doing it. I'm not, okay, I'm not going to be just, I'm not only going to release one. I'm going to release three a week. I'm going to show you what I can do. And have there been okay. hiccups? Absolutely. But the problem is, is when the times have gotten hard or life has gotten difficult and I've been like, God, do I really have time to do these three episodes this week or, or whatever. And even though some of them come out delayed and some of them do it, I still make sure that I get it done because I have to, because I'm like, I have to do this. This is what I committed to do. This is what I want to do with my life. And I don't care the negativity that comes out. I'm going to still do it. And I, and I got to say, honestly, I received maybe at the beginning like 10 or 12 positive comments from people and friends. And I received like, oh, God, it must have been like 30 negative ones. Like, what am I doing? And, and don't you know the podcast world is clustered and there's all these people. You're never going to get mm -hmm. as famous as them and you'll never do whatever. And I was like, well, if my goal was to be famous, like I wouldn't have done the podcast. Like that was never my goal. My goal was to give back and share people's stories and learn more myself in the process by interviewing people like you know and not only that like as you get in the game a long time you have trouble sometimes being motivated and inspired so being around people that are motivated and inspired and hearing their stories keeps me motivated and inspired to a whole new level like i would say six months into this thing in in even just talking to you elena it's like the motivation level that I have is more than it's ever been in my life, which I hope is as a force to be reckoned with because I feel it every day. Like I feel it in the way that I work out. I feel it in the way that I eat. I feel it in the way that I lead my teams. I feel it in the way that I do business and I feel it in the way that I do these podcasts. So one, thank you for coming on. I guess I should say that first, but okay. two, what you're saying is so important because I think, at a young age and particularly even in our twenties, we are so influenced by our social circles and our parents and our families and people, a lot of people, there are a lot of haters out there who say we can't do things or why are we doing it? And the only thing to do is one, use it as the steam to power the dream. Like I said earlier, but two is, is actually stay true to yourself like you did and the people will come back around. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think a lot of it is, I don't like to think of myself as having to prove myself to others because I don't believe we find our worth in proving ourselves to anybody. Um, I think you find your worth in yourself and in your faith, whatever it is you may believe in and you ever, whatever higher power you believe in, I think you find your worth in those places first and foremost. But I think in our society, I mean, everyone, you start from the youngest age on the playground, you want to fit in, you want to be accepted, whatever. 
And so taking any action that's going to counteract that acceptance that you've worked at for basically your whole life, or if it's that place in your social circle that you've worked at, anything that's going to bring you judgment is really scary and is really just anything to rock the boat. We don't always want to do. Um, but I mean, you will never get anywhere being complacent. And back to that goes back to my quote is you can't be planning it and, and worrying about it and thinking about it. You just have to take the action despite how you feel. And I always say action before emotion. That's my, one of my favorite quotes. I probably say it every day or every other day, honestly, if not every day, um, action before emotion. So taking that action, despite how you feel, despite your immediate feelings about a decision you're going to make, if you know it's the right thing you need to do and it's something to be done, then you just have to go for it. And I agree with that. And one of the things that I think that we end up learning, at least I learn it still to this day every time I do something, is if you try to plan too much, here's the honest truth. Like, you never can plan actually what's going to happen. And most of the time, it's something you never thought of. And you end up pivoting. And that's where your businesses become successful is you sort of pivot as, you know, you don't plan. And the other thing that I, that has really come true in my life right now, and it's always been sort of something I've done, but it's more so now is that as I have multiple businesses and things are growing and now I have a podcast to, to do and I'm trying to grow that side of you know my business life, it's, um, it's interesting because you really need to just jump and focus on the jump and then take on one task at a time, one day at a time. Because if you try to take on too many things and plan out every scenario, it's going to lead to chaos. It's going to lead to stress. And you're not going to know what to do. And it's going to lead to confusion with the teams that you lead. So it's really like, okay, one thing at a time. Make a decision. Figure out one thing that you're going to concentrate on execute that one thing well and then move on to the next thing you want to execute i think too many people start going oh my god i want to launch this business i need to do social media and i need to develop a product and i need to go to shows and i need to do a website and it's like no slow down first okay website you know then worry about your product figure out how you're going to sell it you know concentrate on the most important things first and figure out what those priorities are prioritize what's important and take them off one at a time. I see, I have so many employees that do this. Like we have new clients coming in and they're worried about old clients and new clients and whatever. Okay. So what is it amongst all of that, that you need to prioritize that can make successful. If we have an old client that needs something done, it's a lot easier to keep an uh, existing customer than obtain a new one. So let's prioritize, prioritize that first before we worry about, you know, going with a new customer, what needs to be done with them. And then from there, so on and so forth. And as any company, I think if your sales and marketing aren't in tune, you need to prioritize that right away as a whole company. Everyone needs to be in on selling and marketing your company. And in us and mm-hmm. food, it's like, it's something that I've really come to realize is the priority in sales and marketing is that Everyone needs to be a part of it, whether someone's touring our facility, whether someone's meeting with someone who's actually a chef or just a a person that does um, compliance for regulatory compliance to make sure food's healthy and safe. Like they're all marketing your company and they're all in the sales of your company. So how do you go about that? And so it's what do you prioritize? And I think trying to take on too, too many things at once is hard. And for you... I think you did that, and I'm going to tie this all together right here so everyone ready for your boom moment. 
and um, or I'll say boom, boom, is that you prioritized the first step was just putting the social media post out there and hitting the button. And that was the priority. That is the thing you had to do first. And that's what you concentrate on. And it's really where a lot of the fear was based. And and while it all came true, it was already out there. You couldn't pull it back. So now you had to go deal with it. Same with what I do with the podcast. Once I posted the first you know, a couple episodes and ask people to be on and got their commitment. I'm in now. There's no turning back. And mm, so absolutely. Elena, I don't want to take up too much time because I actually want to record another motivational Monday with you as well as do a whole episode on the Elena Hamade fitness, um, business. I love that you that. Had. But what, if you could name one thing, you know, right now you've just graduated from college. It's summer after graduation. Most of your friends have jobs and are sort of just doing what everyone expects them to do, as I will say. Mm -hmm. And, um, so you're not doing that. Number one, you're staying true to yourself and trying to figure out your business and figure out your way in life. But what every day when you wake up and you have to get your day started, what motivates you? I think what motivates me every day, this is a heavy question, so I'm going to try to come up with my best on the fly answer for it. But I think what motivates me is my goal in life is always just to be my best self, number one, and also to leave people better than I found them, number two. And so I know every day if I'm doing those things, whether I end up getting a job in a corporate office one day, if that's where God leads me, or if I keep doing my entrepreneur ventures for the rest of my life. Um, if every day I'm improving myself a little bit and every day I'm touching the lives of those around me, whether that's my parents or my best friend or someone next in line at Starbucks, whoever it is, and however long I come in contact with them, I know that I am fulfilling my goals and my life purpose if I somehow improve myself every day and somehow improve those around me every day. And that really just drives me to to make the choices I do, especially with health and fitness. I know if I'm taking care of myself, that I'm my best self and I can show up for those around me. If I'm reading my personal development every day and getting myself better and getting my heart in the right place with spending time with God and doing the things that are important to me, I know that I'm going to be better able to serve others around me. Um, With my business, it translates into that too. If I'm taking care of myself, then I'm a proof of what I'm sharing with others and that it works and that this lifestyle works. It just translates to everything in my life. If I'm doing my best and treating those around me well, then I know that I'm I'm doing the right thing. And that really motivates me every single day. Well, and I love that. And I can't appreciate you being on the podcast um, much more than I already am. I almost talked like Yoda there. But it's... um. <laughs> It's uh, it's amazing that you're sharing your story, and I think your vulnerability and stuff is just so important. So thank you, Elena, for being on. And as we start to close up the episode, will you tell everyone where they can find you on the social media? Um, make sure you, you spell out your name so they make sure they find it and what your website is. Absolutely. So my Instagram name is Hamadi. So it's A-L-A-I-N-A dot h-a-m-a-d-e and my website is elenahamadi.com so that's a-l-a-i-n-a-h-a-m-a-d-e dot com i'm also on facebook which i don't use as often it's pretty much just linked to my website and my instagram but it's just elena hamadi fitness on its facebook 
So those are the places that I can be reached. Well, and thank you again. And thank you, everyone, for listening in. I hope you have a motivational week and really are inspired by what Elena is doing. Uh, you can reach out to me at Justin and the Food Entrepreneurs on Instagram and Facebook and Justin at thefoodentrepreneurs.com if you're interested in being on the show. And thank you for everyone listening in and have a great Monday. Yeah, thanks for listening and thanks for having me, Justin. You're very welcome.